0: Volume check, one. Volume check, one, two. Praise the Lord, everyone. This is Pastor Ray Curry. Once again, welcome to the unction where we allow the Holy Spirit to guide our thoughts. Once again, the teacher of the church, the guide of the church will always be the Holy Ghost. We're going to discuss many things. We're going to come across many topics. But at the end of the day, I ask you to depend on the Spirit of God to show you the difference between revelation and and information once again, I want to go over the, the meaning of unction. What is unction until we build up our channel and people really know what we're talking about? Go down to helps and word studies, cognate 5545, uh, charisma from 5548 Creole, which means anoint with oil. Anointing, referring to here it is the teaching ministry of the Holy Spirit guiding the receptive believer into the fullness of God's preferred will. This is the word unction that we find in the book of James that talks about the teaching ministry of the Holy Ghost. Ultimately, you have no need that any man be your ultimate teacher, your ultimate guide. The Holy Ghost is the guide of the church. And that's what I tell people to depend on. We have a very interesting topic today. We're going to talk about the origins of false doctrine. I want you to understand this, why? Because there are other platforms, please follow me. Now when we talk, we're gonna have to catch some stuff. We're, we're using our intelligence here. There is another platform that comes on weekly on YouTube and it's a brother who feels it's his life calling to know everybody's business and gossip about things and there is a reason why his platform along with the LGBTQ community feel so much of an attachment to what they call the prophetic. There is a reason why that platform is so attached to what they're calling the prophetic. And I want you to be able to see it tonight. Oh, blessings, Empress. We appreciate you being here. Uh, we're we're going to um, praise God. We're going to get into some deep things. Once again, we're building the platform. Some people watch now. Some people will watch later. But I, I want to tell you, if you get on this platform, if you start to talk with us and, and speak with us, we see you there. All right, we got another one here. Uh, Patton Chabrenet, I might have mangled that name. We're running a bit late, but you're here. We appreciate you. Uh, if you get on here, we hope we see you. We got a lot going on. I'm probably going to get phone calls. I'm probably going to get texts and everything. I'm trying to go off of my phone. But I want to show you the biblical origins of false doctrines as a whole. I want you to know where this stuff comes from. Once again, the Bible is revelation. History is information. And I'm telling you to depend on the unction to give you understanding in these things because sometimes you get to talking and some people want to say that you're preaching something else other than, no, the Bible is the doctrine. History is information okay so i want to go to the word of god anything i talk about all right we have another one came in Tanger cooper we appreciate you hey hey all right we're gonna keep on going let's go to the scripture i like to take you to the word then we talk about some stuff and uh i want you to kind of help me so um genesis chapter three i'm gonna start at verse one we're gonna read seven verses now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the lord had made Also, let me know if there's any issues in here. Okay, the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, yea, have God said, ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden? All right, we have the questioning of the word of God right in the beginning of time. And the woman said unto the serpent, we may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the in the midst of the garden, God hath said, ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. And the serpent said unto the woman, ye shall not surely die. All right, this is the first false doctrine preached emphatically. God don't mean what he say. "Ye shall not surely die. Verse 5, for God doth know that in the day ye eat of it, here it is, then your eyes shall be open. Okay, so you'll be able to see in the spirit realm. Ye shall be as God's. All right, you'll have authority in the spirit realm. Knowing good and evil, you'll have esoteric knowledge that nobody else has. All right, verse 6. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was pleasant to the eyes and a tree to be desired to make one wise, look what we just did. The lust of the flesh is food. And it was pleasant to the eyes, that's the lust of the eye. And the tree, to be desired to make one wise, that's the pride of life. Lust of the flesh, lust of the eye, pride of life, everything in the world. Let's keep reading. She took the fruit thereof and did eat and gave also to her husband, and he did eat. Verse 7 is the last verse. And the eyes of them both were opened, and they knew that they were naked. And they sold fig leaves together together and made themselves aprons. That was the first act of false religion. This is the first act of mankind trying to cover themselves instead of taking the covering of righteousness which God had for them. Oh my goodness. So this in Genesis three, is the origin of so many things. We have the questioning of the word of God, we have esoteric knowledge. We have sight into spiritual realms, at least supposedly. And then we have the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, and pride of life. And what people need to understand is what started in Genesis. What you need to understand the word Genesis means uh, beginnings, okay? It means origins. This is where you have the root word genes. Gene, where you get your origins from, where you get your genes from, the origins of everything we're dealing with today, the origins of what's being pushed in the media, the origins of what's being pushed in religion, all comes from the book of origins. You can find it all back here from the tree worship and the groves, the star worship. You can find every thought of of, uh, religious discipline that the world has created right back here in the book of Genesis. And you can go from there and understand how it was given throughout the ages and and went forward in time. Okay. So from Genesis 3, look what happened. Man fell. Genesis 3, 4 and 5, man was uh, denigrated into sin he became more and more degenerate by genesis 6 the world was so degenerate that it was lost in a flood okay after the flood they settled in shinar now shinar is the biblical word the historical word is sumer that is in the mesopotamian area this is the establishment of babylon that's why in genesis in revelations what you find in genesis You find in Revelations. That's why in the book of Revelations, you hear the scripture talk about mystery Babylon. In fact, you know what? Let me take you there. I love to go in the scriptures because poetically correct. Wow. The first act of humans trying to cover themselves. That was enlightening. I'm glad. I'm glad that you was able to see that. Now, I'm going to go to the book of Revelations. I have my, my little handy dandy Bible here. I'm still learning how to use it, so I'm I'm going to the Book of Revelations. Praise the Lord. Revelations chapter eighteen. Revelations chapter eighteen. Let's go to it, starting at verse one. It says. And after these things, I saw another angel come down from heaven, having great power, and the earth was lightened with his glory. And he cried mightily with a strong voice, verse 2, saying, Babylon, the great is fallen, is fallen, and it's become the habitation of devils and the hold of, here it is, every foul spirit in a cage of every unclean and hateful bird, every wicked ideology in the history of mankind, can be traced back to Babylon, all right? So what happened is, after they came out of the ark, all right? We got real life faith. Good evening. Good evening. Appreciate you. After they came out of the ark, look here. They settled in Shinar, which is Sumer, which is uh, the historical word in the Babylonian area, all right? So what Babylon did, they learned the stories before the ark. That's why you have the Gilgamesh epic. That's why you have universal flood stories in every culture, because it came out of the ark and it settled in Shumer. okay? And when they settled there, they took the stories and corrupted them. And where did it happen? At the tower. Nimrod was a mighty hunter before the Lord. If you read it in the Hebrew, it, it literally means Nimrod did what he did in God's face. Before the Lord, he did it in God's face, His name Nimrod actually means rebel, okay? So his whole thing was to rebel, and they said, let us make us a name or let us make us a Shem because when the came off the ark, the three brothers were Shem, Ham, and Japhat, all right? So Shem means a name. He, He would be given a great name or authority. So instead of accepting the authority of the earth that God promoted, they said, we will make us a Shem. We will make us a name, all right? And they did that through creating, go search the Hebrew. They did that creating their own systems of religion. And if you go into the histories, now the Bible's revelation, now I'm going into information. If you go into the histories now, what happens is they start the mother-child cult between Nimrod and Samarimus' mothers. All right? So what you end up is a variation of what you had in the beginning with Adam and Eve seeking enlightenment, and how did they get it? Eve reversed the role. She reversed the role. She took on the male attribute of being the one to disseminate the information, and Adam took on the female attribute of being able to receive the information. And when they did the role reversal, there was a spiritual transference, okay? And by them taking on the attribute of each other, is something in paganism, not in the word. There's something in paganism called the sacred hermaphrodite. I want to read your comments. Is that correct? Did I hear correctly that God created the world in six days and the sixth chapter, we had totally destroyed his or- original plan? I'm, I am, see, we. there's a lot of different discussions there. We can get into a lot of discussion there. Six literal days, days of time, days of years, days of creation is it the same thing. Um, and that's another topic. But when we get from Genesis 1 to Genesis 6, yes, the world had ended up in complete debauchery, all right? And and by that time, God had to start over. And when they started over, they were supposed to populate the earth. But instead of populating the earth, they settled in Shinar. And then there was a great builder by the name of Nimrod and his mother. And their cult... It's what you see all over the world today. That's why I'm not, oh, I'm glad you're here, uh, Tanger Cooper. I'm glad this is good to you. I'm glad this is good to you. Listen, Nimrod and Samarimus is everybody you see. Every religion you see, that's Nimrod and Samarimus. That's that's them. When you go into the Norse religion and see Odin and Freya, that's Nimrod and Samarimus. When you go into the Greek culture and see Zeus and Hera, That's Nimrod and Samaritans. When you go into the Egyptian culture and see Osiris and Isis, that's Nimrod and Samaritans. When you go all over the world and see the mother father dynamic cult, when you go into Roman Catholicism and see Mary and the the child Jesus, that's Nimrod and Samaritans. That's the same two people wearing different masks, wearing different masks around the world. And it all started where at a tower? All of the information came out of a tower. All of the information came out of a tower. I'm gonna get back to these so-called prophets who's taken on the role reversal, who's taken on the role reversal. Okay, the male took on the female attribute, the female took on the male attribute. But it happened when all the information disseminated from the tower. And even to this day in 2022, we still get our information out of the tower. You got to go to a cell phone tower. You got to go to a cable tower. You got to go to a satellite tower. But even to this day, our information is still coming out of the tower. And that's why you can't believe everything that comes out the tower. I know I'm on YouTube, and I'm telling you this through the tower signals too. But I told you at the beginning, depend on the unction. You better depend on the unction. People can say anything through these microphones. You can see anything on the TV. But the Bible says you have no need that any man should teach you. But you have an unction. The people of God need to depend on the unction of the Holy Ghost to teach them the truth. There is no one man or one woman on this planet that is the final court of arbitration when it comes to the truth. Jesus is the only truth. And the Holy Spirit needs to guide the people of God. That's why the Bible says, believe not every spirit, but try the spirit and see if it be of God. Try the spirits. Lord, have mercy. Try the spirits because some people think they're walking in a prophetic and they're walking in Genesis chapter 3. Lord, help me help somebody. Help me help somebody. Somebody said, how do you know a true prophet? A true prophet loved the Bible more than he loved his dreams. A true prophet loved the Bible more than he loved his visions. A true prophet loved the Bible more than he loved the words in his head. That's how you know who has a true prophetic calling. That's how you know who has a true prophetic ministry. He loves the word of God because the Bible is the sure word of prophecy. No prophet of God is going to tell you it's time for us to uh, close the book. Come on now. Some other platform last week, some other platform last week got up here and told everybody it's time to close the Bible and learn how to read nature. No Them men of God did not suffer, die, become beheaded, skinned alive, shot through with arrows, cast asunder, put out of society, lived in caves and dens. These men of God who were moved by the Holy Ghost was not in their sufferings as much as they were for us to get here in 2022 and 2023 and say it's time to close the book. The devil is a whole, utter, absolute, total liar. You are a liar. And it's because you have taken on what the pagans call the sacred hermaphrodite. I'm going to show you a symbol before I get to the sacred hermaphrodite of the pagans. I'm going to show you a symbol of what happened at the tower that the Roman Catholic Church is taking on a symbol that was created because the people worshiped fish deities. They came out of the boat and saw the world was Filled with water, and what they did was say the only thing that could survive a universal flood is some type of fish god, some type of aquatic god. And so they created what's called Dagon and the symbol of the Dagon priest. Let me show you the symbol of the Dagon priest. I'm, I'm gonna have to show you some things. You ever seen this hat in the Catholic Church? This hat that the bishops wear is called the bishop's mitre that done crept up into the evangelical church that we're starting to put on the robes of Rome. And let me tell you right now, Rome didn't invent everything. They didn't invent robes. They didn't invent a poncho. I don't mind wearing a robe, a poncho, whatever. But there are some things that Rome did invent. And it was passed down from them. Riding Samarimus. This didn't start at Rome. This was pagan. This is a fish head. This is literally a fish head. They say it represents that Christ of two folds at the top pointed towards the heavens. It represents that Christ um, had both human and divine attributes. Then they say the two folds at the bottom of it, you see hanging out at the bottom. They say that represents the Old and the New Testament going into one hat, which say it's one covenant, one book. Saints of God. I'm just telling you where it come from. I know how we take it. I'm not saying everyone who put on one of these hats is the devil. What I am saying is everyone who put on this hat need to acknowledge its origin. Just be honest, though. Be honest, though. It do come from pagan practices first because it was the sign of Dagon. It was a fish head. And it was said that Only a fish deity, an aquatic deity, was able to survive a flood. And it came out of Nimrod and Samarimus when they made their religion. And let's keep talking about, I want to keep, oh my goodness, let me go here. It is so easy to mix these things with the word. That's one reason why I study and love the word. I agree with that. You know, I agree with that. That's why I don't have any man-made tradition. I don't have any man-made tradition. Like I said, the word is revelation. The traditions of men are information. Here's another symbol I want you to be aware of. This symbol been here forever. This symbol been here forever. The Egyptians call it Ankh, okay? This symbol represents the um, opening of a woman. I'm going to say it like that. This represents the phallus and the two fruits of a man, I'm going to say it like that, all right? It's the combining of masculine and feminine energies. And this is what the Kemetic people call the tree of life because when a man and woman come together, that's how you make a baby. So it's been called the tree of life, all right? Instead of accepting the fact that we've lost our way to the tree of life and gained it back through Jesus Christ, who is our tree of life, The comedic people, let me get back. Lord Jesus, I don't got it in my teeth so bad. I ain't even switched my camera. Instead of realizing our key of life is Jesus, the comedic people said that they found their own key of life. And they created through the combining of the male and female energies. But I'm telling you that this is a representation that has always been here. It has always represented Baal and the Groves. Baal and the Groves. Let me go back to the camera. Baal was represented by the star, the sun star, and this grove tree. The sun star and the grove tree. I'm learning how to do this backwards because I've never used it before. Yes, yes, yes. I'm going where where a lot of people don't want me to go. Yes, this is the origin of your Christmas tree. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It wasn't no Christmas tree in the New Testament, church. Let's just be honest about it. I'm not condemning you to hell. I'm telling you the origin. Let the the unction talk to you. Let the unction talk to you. I'm telling you where it come from. It's information. The Bible is revelation. My God in heaven. I got to talk about it. I got to talk about it. This spirit claims in Genesis chapter three that your eyes will be opened you will become as gods. It will make you wise. All right. So this this spirit is claiming to have information in the spirit realm. That's why the LGBTQ plus community attaches itself to the prophetic, because it is always attached itself to secret spiritual knowledge. It is always. We going with you, Pastor Teach. Thank you so much. Another one said truth. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. That spirit has always loved personal subjective knowledge, subjective information over what God hath said from the very beginning. That's why we got to be careful when we talk about the combining of male and female energies. We got to be careful. We got to be careful. I'm going to go to a scripture that we, we like to talk about all the time. But we got to keep it in its context. I'm not saying that nobody's better than anyone else. What I am saying is we got to keep it all in its context. Let's go to the word of God. You know, I love to go to the scripture. Let's get back in the scripture. Galatians chapter three, verse 28. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither bond nor free. There is neither male nor female. For ye are all one in Christ Jesus. Let's go above it to twenty-seven. For as many as you have been baptized into Christ have put on Christ. Let's go after it. But if you be Christ, then are ye Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. All right. So, what is the verse really talking about? The verse is not talking about men are women and women are men. The verse is saying that we are all baptized into Christ and we are one in salvation. When it comes to us as kingdom citizens, there is neither Jew nor Greek, bond or free, male or female. When it comes to us as kingdom citizens, the, a man ain't no greater than a woman, a woman ain't no greater than a man. We're brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ. We're all kings and priests unto his name. But what we do is take that scripture out of context, and we go into the word of God, and when God is addressing men, we want to say, oh, he he means everybody. And when God is addressing our women, we want to say, oh, 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 he's talking about everybody. Now, we wonder why the LGBTQ community took that scripture and said, well, if it applied to one thing, then it applied to everything. Lord, have mercy. Don't get mad at me. Don't get mad at me. The LGBTQ community said that we taught them that that scripture just means that everybody is everything in Jesus. So the LGBTQ community say, well, Brother Bob and Sister Billy can get married because there's no Jew, no Greek, or male or female. There's no bond or free. We're all just the same thing. So when brother uh, Sister Mary and, and Brother Darla want to get together, it's okay. There's no Jew, nor Greek, no bond or free, no male or female. So what I'm saying is, it is best for the people of God to keep the scriptures in the context of the verse so that we don't end up in a spirit of confusion. Let me show you, I'm going to show you something, I'm going to show you something, I'm going to show you something. Listen, there's a term in the LGBTQ plus community called gender dysphoria. It is a shame. A a, a dislike and a distaste for the body that they were born in. Do you want to know the first two people with gender dysphoria? See, it's in the book of Genesis. It is a book of origins. It's not showing you the full manifestation of it. It's showing you the genes. It's showing you the genes. It's showing you the embryo of these spirits. And the embryo is when Adam and Eve fell. They covered up their comely parts. They had gender dysphoria in its infancy. They had gender dysphoria because they were ashamed of the bodies they were born in, not realizing that you're fearfully and wonderfully made in the image of God created he them, male and female. My God in heaven, you are beautiful the way you were born. You are wonderful the way you were born. God did not make a mistake. You are somebody. Learn who you are. Learn who you are and lift your head up and love yourself my God today. We need this to be told because our children are hearing things. I wanted to get into more because they go to the Bible to find out about uh, uh, herbs. They go to the Bible and see how the priests, let me show you how these witches who call themselves prophets have perverted this thing. They go to the priests and how the priests had to mix the frankincense with a certain uh, ingredients so that it would be acceptable to the most high. And they talk about the mixture of potions. Then they look at the breastplate of the high priest. I wish I had this. Lord have mercy. I'm going to see if I can find it real quick. They look at the breastplate of the high priest and say that this is where the crystals come from. Let me, let me do it. High priest breastplate. They say that this is where the crystals come from. And I'm, I'm going to try to show it to you. Here it is. They'll say, well, they had certain vibrations and certain energies and and certain frequencies that bring healing or, or clarity or whatever it may be. But I'm here to tell you that what those things were are shadows. They were shadows of good things to come. They were not the fulfillment. I never thought of it like that. Like, why would they cover themselves? Thank you. I'm glad that we can say things in a way that it would be interesting to people. The Lord Jesus Christ allowed these things to be types and shadows so that in the New Testament we could get the real thing. The mixing of the frankincense so that there would be a pure smell before the Lord was to show you that when we pray, we got to have a pure prayer. And the fire that lights the frankincense is not in the hands of those priests. The fire that lights the frankincense of our prayer is in the hands of Jesus by the Holy Spirit that ignites our prayers. And our prayers go up as a memorial to God. And we feel the censers of the angels. And the Bible says in the book of Revelations, they will take the prayers of the saints and cast a censer in the earth. And judgment will be released because of the prayers of the saints not because the burning of sage and the burning of herbs When the priests carried the stones upon their heart, they carried the stones for one reason, to show you that the people of God are on the heart of God. Now I don't carry a stone in my house to give me a frequency or a dynamic to heal me or to clear out my room or to give me luck. The stone that I need is the only one that I really call on. There's a stone that the builders rejected and God made him the head of the corner. Lord, have mercy. I don't need the stones and rocks I find on the ground. I got a precious stone. I have a tried stone. Good God in heaven. See, that's what I'm talking about, an unction. That's what I'm talking about, an unction. And they took the rainbow. The rainbow is in the, I wish I could show you some things. Lord, have mercy. I'm going to show you this because this is another one. This is another one. I'm going to look it up. Frequencies of light. Another symbology that has been taken another symbology that that has been taken is the the symbol of light itself how can you pervert light itself how can you pervert light itself lord have mercy i'm gonna show you this i'm gonna show you this because i i I want you to know about it look at the frequency of light red is at 480 hertz orange at 510 um Yellow at 540, green at 610, blue at 670, and purple at 750. I, and you might think, what in the world? One of the first symbolities that God had in the world was let there be light. Red representing passion, orange friendship, yellow joy, green mercy, blue wisdom and faith, purple royalty. If you want to find, I'm going to just show you something. If you're looking for oranges between yellow and red, if you're looking for green is between yellow and blue. So naturally, if you're looking for the midpoint of two mixed colors, you mix red and blue together, that's what get purple. But you see purple at the end. Why? Because purple follows its own rule. That's why it's always been considered as royalty because it does not logically place in the rainbow. Every other mixed color is in between the two colors that mix and make it, but not the purple. And what the LGBTQ community has done is taken the rainbow of God. They've taken the rainbow of God and put it to their use, not realizing that the Lord was trying to show us his manifold grace, his manifold mercies. And I'm not going to let one community take some gift that the Most High gave to everlasting one of us. I know that was a strange science lesson, but Brother Ray study everything. I study everything, because when the enemy brings something before your children, when the enemy brings something before your children, I want to know what they talking about. What are you talking about? Sometimes the young people sound crazy. They talking about the sun and the moon and the rainbow and the light frequencies and and the stars and they're going to burn some plants and drive out some spirits. And we're like, what in the world are you talking about, boy? What are you talking about? And if we don't study, we won't know how to combat the enemy. And yes, I do go scripture from scripture, the word of God, but I am here to give not only revelation, but information. I'm trying to help you. I'm a workman that need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. You can't catch me off guard. Cause what happens is at the Tower of Babel, and I'm almost at the end of what I'm talking about tonight. At the Tower of Babel, what was the issue why they couldn't build? There was a confusion of languages. There was a confusion of languages. I like to this so that more people can know about this good teaching. Yes, please like, please share. Please like, please share. Please like, please share. Please like, please share. Uh, I, I know there's an algorithm with this, and I don't know a lot about it, but please like, please share. Amen. Listen to me. We have to know how to combat the enemy. We have to know how to deal with these different ideologies and so that we can get into the word. And help them to understand the language because sometimes you can talk to people and you mean well and you don't quote it 900 scriptures and you still ain't touched what they talking about. You still haven't proven nothing to them because the language is different. You said the word baptism, and in their mind, they're talking about a spiritual one. You're talking about a water baptism. Another one talking about being baptized into his death. Another one talking about being baptized into his body. And they don't know what you're talking about. And you're hauled off with 900 scriptures, and you still ain't even touched the subject they own. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. The reason why I'm saying what I'm saying tonight is because the church need to come up. See, the the platform last week where the so-called prophet said to close the Bible, it's time to close the Bible, that platform said, oh, we, we usually discuss things like this in Patreon. I bet you do. But you get on the front street and pretend we're this, which you don't really pretend, you're really showing them. But you have this face on, but then you say, we talk about this esoteric stuff on the Patreon. But I'm going to tell you, I ain't been on nobody Patreon. I've always studied, and I don't need to get in your conversations to know where y'all coming from, because I have studied my whole life. And I know what the witches are telling our young people. I know what the warlocks are telling our young people. And they're telling you to take on a masculine uh, um, attribute, take on a feminine attribute. And actually it helps you because women are more intuitive. And that's why we messed up today because everybody is leaning to their own understanding. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, not your apostle, not your prophet, not your teachers. Trust in the Lord. With all your heart, and lean not to your own understanding, and in all your ways acknowledge Him, and He will direct your path. I'm at the end. <laughs> this has been the unction. This has been a lot to cover. I I still have more. I haven't even gotten into esoteric names. I haven't even. Oh, I, I can show you hermaphroditic names that they use, but I'm, I'm not even going to go into that tonight. That might be another discussion. What I'm saying to you is, let us study to show ourselves approved. Let us get into the deep things of God. There's something called discernment of spirits, all right? And you get better discernment by getting deeper and deeper in the word of God and becoming spiritually aware through prayer and meditating before him. Let the words of our mouth and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our redeemer. Uh, this has been another Installment of the unction, please like, please share, please let people know what's going on here. Stay in your Bibles. The Bible is revelation. History is information. I'm going to give you both. If you want straight, uncut Bible, get the Bible app. Other than that, your teacher is giving you Bible and what they think it means. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. They're giving you the scriptures and what they think it means. And here, I'm telling you, depend on the unction. What is the unction again? We're at the end. Go down to helps. It is the anointing referring to the teaching ministry of the Holy Spirit. Helps word study. Go on down. Anointing referring to the teaching ministry of the Holy Spirit guiding the receptive believer into the fullness of God's preferred will. That's what I want. Yield to the Lord. The Bible is right. Don't let nobody dismiss the scriptures from you. It's time to close the book. You are a lie, and the horse you rode in on is a lie. God bless you and keep you. Heaven smile upon you. I hope that we'll continue to grow this platform. Uh, inbox me. Um, you know what? I wish I had a, I need to put that up. But my email, I'm gonna give you my email for those who care, preacher at gmail.com. raythepreacher at gmail.com. Let's connect. Let's be brothers and sisters. I have a lot of studying, but I'm, I'm not a critical person. I've learned enough to know that we haven't learned enough i'm a very humble person and all i want is to meet my brothers and sisters in christ and keep pointing them to jesus and keep telling them the bible is right if the bible said submit to it my brother submit to it my sister god will bless your life the bible is different from society i know society is changing but the word remain forever and if you do what god say he'll back up his own word That's why our ministry keeps growing despite how many times people try to blacklist me or bar me out or cast curses or pray prayers. God keeps adding to the ministry because I found out you can't beat the scriptures. Can't beat the scriptures. Love you. God bless you. Depend on the unction of God and your life will never be the same. Love you.